everybody and welcome to another episode of the WDW Resort Refuge Podcast. I'm Drew. I'm here with Dad. Hi, I'm Dad. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Great! Perfect. And today we are going to be talking about not just the Walt Disney World monorail, but the also the Disneyland monorail and other monorails that we will come across today. Okay? Woohoo! This is my idea, thank you. Perfect. You're very welcome. I hope you like it. It should be great. I did very little of the research on it. Yes. Okay. Yes, he did. So, we're not even going to start talking about the Walt Disney World Mon- We're not going to be talking about any Disney monorail. Wait, gonna- wait, wait, what? I'm not done- I'm not finished yet. Oh, you're doing an intro. Okay, sorry. Yes. Anyway, we're not talking about any Disney monorail yet, and we're going to go back before Walt Disney was even born. So, back in 1821, there was an inventor named Henry Robinson, and he filed a patent of what we would consider a monorail by today's standards. Dang. Yeah. So basically, it's on a single track, and it's like a big cylinder, basically, that has multiple cars, and it has two wheels kind of on the side angled that pushes it along the track. Wow. And what's cool was that this wasn't powered by steam or by diesel or whatever. It was powered by a horse. Whoa, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> okay. So, that is uh, that's very cool. That's the true meaning of horsepower right there. I know, right? Yeah, all right. Uh-huh. Now, anyway, now we're going to uh, Disney's time. Now, this is quite funny. Before Walt Disney created the monorail, he created a sightseeing train called the Viewliner. Viewliner, I've heard of this before. Yeah. Tell me more. So the Viewliner is an oddly coupled together pair of miniature excursion excursion trains. Okay. And they are mainly the they are made mostly out of automotive parts. Which is kind of funny, really. Oh really? Yeah. So it was a train that went around, I believe it was parts of Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. Oh, this isn't the old mine train, this is the, the no. Viewliner? Yes. Okay. So it's is like a mm, sort of modern type of train. The precursor to the modern. Okay. So, yeah. And um, Bob Gurr designed the Viewliner. He'll, he'll did be, he really? He did, yes. That's amazing. He'll become important later in the episode. Okay. So this tram, the tram, train ran from June 26, 1957 to September 15th, 1958. Wow, that's a short life. I know, right? Okay. <laughs> but, um, such a short life, it was such a short life because Walt was already making plans for the monorail. 
Okay. So this is kind of... So the next is kind of a story of how Walt found... Decided to make a monorail. So Walt and Lillian Disney were driving in Germany. And then they saw a monorail pass over their head right in front of them. Mm -hmm. So... And so he went to the company that ran the monorail, the Alweg Research Corporation, and he built his monorail off their design. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. They, they were they were world travelers. I mean, they they so, were. That's true. And uh, yeah, I, I believe he, he loved the Alps and, and mm -hmm. Germany. It's true. Going there. Mm -hmm. It's very true. And uh, Bob Gurr was also the Imagineer to design the first monorail. Well, that's very cool. So, yeah. That's why he was important. Okay. So the Mark One monorail opened on Disneyland on July 14th, 1959. And I believe the vice president of our country... I don't remember who it was. 1959? Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, I think he was a future president. Okay. Um, but he and his family opened the Walt Disney uh, Disneyland monorail. Oh, really? So yeah, it's quite funny. Um, and it was the first monorail to open to operate daily in the Western Hemisphere. Oh wow! So it's, uh, it was a it was a lot. It was a big achievement back in those days. Yeah, the monorail wasn't around here. Europe started using oh. them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, not in the U.S. Not at all. And the uh, Mark One monorails look. Uh, very different than monorails we see today. Yeah, right. Um, I'm sure. They they're still kind of uh they're they're very uh, aerodynamic in the front. Um, they are it's true. Just like they they remain to be at Disneyland mm -hmm. more so than Disney World. Um, I I think, but they're they're a lot taller though. <laughs> it seems like the the today's or the Mark One. The Mark One. Ah, uh, okay. The Mark One's taller. Mm -hmm. I gotcha. So. Yeah. Okay. And then what's cool is that since it was based off of the the ones in Germany, mm -hmm. it kind of had a little top where the um, where the driver used to sit, a little top above the monorail. Right. Yeah. So. Um, and that that may have been either Mark One or Mark Two. I'm not sure which one wouldn't have the top on it. We know we definitely know that Mark II had the top right. on it. Uh, Mark One sure. may have had it on it as well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah. So the driver, I'm, I'm buttoning in here a little bit. Go um, the, <laughs> the driver would sit on top, and then um, you'd have the windows out in the front, uh, right where the family would sit, if they so desired. Exactly. Well, now you don't have that a day because of obvious reasons. Oh uh, yeah, there's but, been an accident here or there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that's the Mark One, and it was designed by Bob Kerr. Very cool. And so another cool thing is that in 1986, the Disneyland monorail was designated a historical landmark by the American Society of Mechanical Engineers. <gasps> that is so cool. All right. Um, you know what's what else is a historic landmark of the mechanical engineers? Whatever you just said. No. The Autopia? No, no, in Pittsburgh. Oh, the Duquesne Incline. That's correct. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's basically it's an incline up a mountain. Mm hmm So, 
And so this program recognizes landmarks that represent a step forward in the evolution of mechanical engineering, which is exactly what this does. Wow, neat. So, yeah. So that's very cool. And so now we're going to leave Disneyland for a little bit, and we're going to go over to, well, sort of. We're going to go to the planning of Epcot, the original Epcot. Oh, all right. So, so if Epcot were to be made today... The monorail would be the major transportation system for Epcot. The experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Correct. Yes. And so basically the monorail and the people mover would take people around different uh, different places in the city. Hmm. But the monorail was made to take people from... There's two main sections. The inner city and the suburbs. Okay. And so the... The monorail was meant to take people between those two places. Okay. So, yeah. And it was just, it was supposed to be more than a, an attraction or service at theme parks. It was supposed to be your daily transportation. Like, you, some people take trains to work every day. Well, you would take the monorail to work every day, which I think would be pretty cool. So, they must have had really good success at Disneyland with it mm-hmm. and in operating it. And, and were really comfortable with it. At least Walt was. Right. Uh, in order to propose it uh-huh. for Epcot. Exactly. For for a whole city. Uh-huh. So it, so the, the Disneyland was kind of a prototype, and it worked out really, really well. Oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And a, another cool thing is that there are no cars and trucks in this city. None at all. They all travel underground. Okay. So. So yeah. you, you got monorail... And, and then mover. the people mover, basically. The, so the monorail is gotcha. meant to take you from far away places, and the people mover takes you from shorter places. Okay, yep. Yeah, but no trucks, no cars, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Just the monorail and the people mover. Mm-hmm. Quiet. And I don't know if the monorail uses gas. Um, You know, we should look up and see how they're, how they're operating. Um, yeah. I don't believe so, though. Oh, and it's uh, eco-friendly and quiet. Mm-hmm. I probably already said quiet. But yeah. So. Yeah. That was supposed to be for for that. And so another cool thing about the monorail in the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. So if you went to a monorail station, you would press a button and the monorail would come. Really? Yeah. Well, that's totally not how it works now, obviously. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait for the monorail now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so if a lot of people push buttons at various stations, more cars would come on the line. And then when less people push push buttons, really? less monorails would come on the line. Yeah. And so Walt said that he wants a monorail or a people mover car within three minutes of the person pushing the button. Three oh, minutes. I always. Yeah, it's crazy. So you had a you had so you had a monorail basically within three minutes of every station, always. Mm-hmm. Okay. Always. So and at, so at Disneyland, there's what the Disneyland Hotel and Future World. Yeah. Maybe at the time, I believe those were the two stations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, first of all, it used to be it used to be go just go around the Tomorrowland. And then they added the, oh. the train to Disneyland. Okay. The Disneyland Hotel. Okay. So, 
But yeah, instead of having to wait, you have one within three minutes of you. Yeah. So, I know, right? <laughs> and so, sadly, we have to leave the experimental prototype community of tomorrow that Walt envisioned, and we're going to go to the real Disney World. With okay. Our okay? Yep. So, since the opening of Disney World, the monorail has run a three-mile loop around the Seven Seas Lagoon, connecting the resorts and the Magic Kingdom to the transportation and ticket center. You know what's also cool? Well, Bob, a lot of things, but I'm, what what this time? Bob Gurr also designed the monorail for Disney World. Did he really? <laughs> he did. That is really neat. So he designed the... He designed the... What was that train called? The, the Viewliner. Yes, yeah, so he designed mm-hmm. the Viewliner. He designed the Mark One monorail, and he designed the monorail for Disney. Wow. Which is the Mark, or was the Mark Four monorail. Okay. Yeah. So a little bit different because the one that's in Disney today is the Mark Six monorail. Right. So the original Disney World monorail was Mark Four. Correct. Yes. And that was there on opening day. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, or close to it, if not. Yeah, not operating on exactly. a day. Yeah. Uh, so, these monorails are longer and sleeker than their Disneyland counterparts, so they can carry more people, obviously. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't see them as, as necessarily sleeker, but definitely well, longer. Well, they yeah. might have been sleeker back in the day. Oh, more sleeker than the Disneyland Mark Mark Three or whatever it may have been. Okay. Um. Mark Two. Maybe. I don't know. Cool. But, yeah. But, yeah, they, I mean, uh, I've seen some pictures of the old Mark One and Mark Two, and they had mm-hmm. basically three cars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were very, very short. Mm-hmm. But you look at the, the the Disney World monorails, and they have five, six cars now, I think? Yeah, they have six cars. Okay. So. So, twice the size. Yeah. Uh, so, these, so there were ten original trains uh, opening at Disney World. And each train could carry over 200 passengers. Wow, okay. Yeah, so it's a lot of passengers. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that the Mark, all the Marks before the Mark IV, mm-hmm. they didn't have double-sided doors. They had single-sided doors. Oh, really? So you had yeah. to get in and out on the same side. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, and so when they made the Mark IV, they put in double-sided doors. Hmm. Yeah, so. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I assume Disneyland had the double-sided doors. I know, right? And they may now, but... Well, um, yeah, but before the Mark IV, yeah. they did not. No, no, I did not know that. Which is kind of crazy. And so, and also, another neat thing is that the Imagineers set the monorail up to accommodate expansions down the road. Did they now? So they were expecting it to get bigger and different. So. Okay, well, so... They built Magic Kingdom, hopefully an Epcot coming in the future. Let's plan for it, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, then they added more train cars, right? They built enough space in the stations to add more stalls for the train. Oh, I Or add more that. space for the train, at least. Mm-hmm. Because you don't really have stalls to get the money out, but you know whatever. To make it longer. Exactly. That's why the stations are so long. Uh-huh. But the monorails don't quite fit. Exactly. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And so, they opened in 71, which is when Disney Disney World opened. Yeah. So, by 1979, over half the monorails had six cars instead of five. 
So it didn't take long for them to add another car to the monorail. By what year was that again? 79. 79, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not very long. Well, they did have, they were, it was very popular. I mean, Disney World, um, so I, I could see definitely a, a boom in in people coming to visit. So right, yeah. And so now, each uh, each monorail can carry over 3,000 passengers each hour. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so you can carry two, 200, uh, closer to 300 with six cars. And they can carry each turn or each time. And they can carry 3,000 passengers each hour. In an hour. In an hour. For each train. Correct. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So I wonder how many trains they can go get get going at once. I mean, usually they don't see that many. No. Uh, was it maybe three or four? Yeah. Per, per, at least on the, uh, at least on the Magic Kingdom one. I say maybe, maybe yeah, um, probably at the highest times. I mean, I've, yeah. I think I've seen three, uh -huh. probably at the very busiest. For the resort or for the express? Either. Either? Yeah. Okay. I think for, well, I would say for the resort, because I've been sitting on there waiting for them. That's true. So I know there's been multiple ones going at a mm -hmm. time. That's true. So, so there were ten, there were ten trains when it opened. And so, also, by 1977, a couple years before, they had six cars, they added two more trains, making 12 monorails. So they have 12 monorails total at Disney World. Yeah, that seems like decent growth. I know, right? And um, Ep what Epcot was... When was Epcot debuted, opened? Epcot opened in 1982. Two. <laughs> so they had 12 cars even before... They had the Epcot train line. Oh, I got that right. <laughs> so, I know, right? Which is just insane to me to need 12, uh, 12 cars or 12 trains running. Gosh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, yeah, it was only just around uh -huh. the lagoon. I know. 12 trains. So, I wonder... Anyway, well, maybe you know you don't. I don't know. Um, but there's, there's the resort loop and there's the monorail loop. Right. I don't know if you have any info on when each of those, if those were both opened in, when the uh, Magic Kingdom opened or not. Don't I don't know. know. Yeah. Well, uh, if the Express Monorail was not opened, I'm sure the Resort Monorail would have been opened. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. Before the Express, at least. Yeah. So. That would kind of make sense mm -hmm. to grow into the Express. <sighs> yeah. So. It's very interesting. Um, and then by the 1980s, the, so there were 12 train cars, I remember all their colors, but is, this is interesting, the gold and the blue trains only still had five cars by the 80s. Okay. Yeah. So this is, this is quite funny. So over half the monorails had six cars by 1979. Sure. And then in a couple of years, they added... The rest six cars except for two two cars. Or two trains. That's Just weird. Alright. Just do them all. Huh. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's been it's off and on because of the different uh different construction projects. 
Disney's doing. So when they're doing different construction projects, monorails aren't as top of priority. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. That does make sense. They do have a close every now and then. That's true. That's true. And so when Epcot opened in '82, there was a there was a new uh, path paid out paved out there, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so, and then by 1989, the Mark Six monorails were debuted at Disney World. Well, that's cool. 1989. That was, that was a big mm-hmm. year for them. Yeah, they uh, they kind of skipped uh, the Mark Five monorails, which were debuted at Disneyland. Oh, okay. I know. I didn't know that. So yeah, they skipped those Disney ones. Okay. So brand new back in 1989. So 89. Um... MGM Studios opened. Right. Okay. So, uh, That's a big year. Yeah, big year. Uh, more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's upgrade. All right. You know what's also quite funny? I do not. So, in 1991, Mark IV monorails were still in service. Okay, so they didn't completely replace the fleet. No, but in 1981 they did. So. Right. Yeah. 1991, not 1980. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of crazy how they kept the Mark IV monorails running for like three years, two years. Well, did they have a mix of Mark IV and Mark VI then? Yeah, they did. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't think they really looked a whole lot different. I don't think so, too. Well, I do know the Mark VI monorails are way bigger. Ah, okay. Then the Mark IV monorails. Okay. So, that is a that is a difference. So it could have been an adding on capacity as needed kind of a thing. That's true. Yeah, it's true. So, hmm. I mean, by nineteen the nineteen nineties nineteen nineties is the Disney decade, right? Eisner decade. Yeah, right? Disney decade. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, everyone was going to the parks then. Oh yeah, because it was yeah. booming. Oh, big growth. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Yeah. And so, talking about the Mark VI monorails, so from the Mark IV monorails, they have an increased overall capacity by 30%. Whoa. Yeah. It's really, really big. And so, each car in the Mark VI monorails can hold 20 sitting passengers. Okay. And 40 standing passengers. Dang. Yeah. And each train can... can can accommodate 364 people. Uh, so. That's impressive. I know, right? So it went from 200 people to 364 people. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, not just making it new, you're making it bigger. I know, right? So, it's very interesting. And so the new trains, the new 12 monorails, for the two, the new Mark V monorails can carry 16 million passengers throughout Disney World per year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Uh-huh. And I have a book. I haven't read it in forever. But I'm pretty sure the monorail can, t- can take... If you drove the monorail to the moon and back, it can take multiple trips to the moon and back. Oh really? Yeah, that's how that's how many miles they gain each year. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So each year there's multiple trips to the moon and back. Basically. In mileage. Yeah. Hmm. Which is kind of crazy. 
Um, but you know, they kind of need an upgrade. Yeah, I kind of agree. It's been a few years since the Mark Six uh, came right? out, right? There was there was an article that I read couple years ago where the door on a monorail stopped working. Didn't it fall off? I think it fell off. Yeah, I think it fell off too. Like, <laughs> it needs worked on. Yeah. Uh, recently they did upgrade a little bit on the inside. Yeah, they did the interior. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's very interesting. Well, that's better, I guess. Yeah, it's a little better. They're getting kind of grungy in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, it, it needs new, What what's the mark that Disneyland has? Uh, it's, it's at least eight, yeah. Yeah, Mark Eight or something. They, yeah. need, they need the new Mark Eight, or maybe even a Mark Nine. Yeah. At Disney World. Yeah. Because the Mark Eight at Disneyland is super sleek. Oh yeah, it's sleek. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's modern. It's, uh -huh. it's way more modern. Yeah, than it's Disney got the World front. Ones. It's got the front dome on it. Mm -hmm. And it's got like a really, really long overhang. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you you kind of need. The new models. I agree. Mm -hmm. I would love to have so. an upgrade. Um, but speaking of upgrades, what were you saying? Yeah, or I think where you're gonna go. Speaking of upgrades, when Tokyo Disney expanded with their second park, their Tokyo Disney Sea, they added a monorail there. Yeah. So, and so the monorail is not. Or the mon the monorail everywhere, but specifically the Tokyo Disney Resort. It's not just a transportation system, but it is. It's an attraction that lets you enjoy the ride. So it's got so it takes you around the parks, but it also has Mickey ear windows. Yeah, I know. Isn't that cool? <laughs> so that's very cool. I know. I find I find the the Tokyo Disney oh, and the inside is all themed to Mickey. And they have the Mickey handlebars that you hold to when you're standing. Yeah. And they've got, like, Mickey benches with his spots on them. Yeah. And it's red and white. The floor's pretty cool, but, yeah. It's very, very themed very well. I know. I know. I, I just want to go and ride these things because... Right. Is that, like, a semi-half couch? So they've got, yeah, some comfortable, very, very comfortable seating in here. Oh, my goodness. And so... <laughs> I pulled up a picture here of it, and it's, they've got like couches in here that look like you're just gonna lounge in there all day Disney's long. Disney's getting gypped. So so very. Disney World's getting gypped. Okay, well let's go on a little aside here. The Oriental Land Company owns uh, Tokyo Disneyland, Disney Sea. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so they they go a little above and beyond what Disney can do here in the states. It, it, Who said Disney couldn't do it? Okay, be a little above and beyond what Disney decides to do in the States. Yeah, that's a little uh, or, or what may fit culturally here in the States. I'm not sure. E either way. Um, how about what Disney decides to do? <laughs> I think that's the best. I, I think, but anyway, Disney, Tokyo, yeah, they, I, I think they get some of the, some of the mm -hmm. nicest things. This monorail is absolutely amazing. It is usually amazing. But I find it interesting. On the outside, it's much more boxier. Yeah, it is. Than the ones in the States. It is. I, I, and I don't know the reason for that. And it's boxier and taller. It's very interesting. The, the, the advantage I can think to that is is more headroom, uh, more room inside. Yeah. It's kind of like um, we have a Honda Fit. 
We do have a Honda Fit. Right. It's a tiny, tiny little hatchback if you're not familiar with them. And um, I was told by Drew recently mm-hmm. that the, the seats and everything were, were dropped like down closer to the ground, right? Yes. Uh, more, more so than like a Civic or an Accord. Mm-hmm. So you're you sitting there lower, kind of. I mean, it feels like you have a lot of headroom. You in have that. a lot of headroom in that car. So I kind of relate that to the Tokyo Monorail. Kind so of the, dropped a little lower. It maybe dropped a little lower. Um, you have more tower. edges in the, more area in the corners. So more right. Yeah. Because the, the ones at Disney, they kind of curve, mm-hmm. and the ones maybe that's what. Yeah, and the ones at Tokyo Disney are kind of boxier. Yeah. So. so. You just get more space, more cubic feet. I mean. Exactly. Uh, in inside, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's for a comfort, more comfortable ride. I mean, it's just. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. You gotta, I guess it's kind of a win-lose situation. It doesn't look as nice on the outside, right. but on the inside, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, going for comfort there instead. I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Disney needs an upgrade. <laughs> Disney World needs an upgrade. It would be nice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind the, well, either either Disneyland or Tokyo Disney, either style. No. Uh, no, 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 no. The, the comfort of Tokyo or the sleek of Disneyland. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, we have to talk about their wraps that they have on the monorail. Wraps, yeah. Wraps. All right. They have some really cool wraps on there. Um, isn't there one about, isn't there one with the Incredibles? I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. And they just, there's one that has like cool colors on it. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was a uh, 50th anniversary wrap out there oh uh, there probably is yeah they, they are often Disney World in a while. yeah sorry about that they, i i have been and we i've drew hasn't come with us <laughs> um but yeah i mean they'll do when new movies come out they'll wrap mm-hmm. them that's true um kind of an advertising yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they have an encanto wrap yeah um, yeah they have an incredibles one they yeah, have a Toy, Toy Story, Story 4 mm-hmm. one. Actually, the Toy Story 4 is kind of minimal. Yeah. Uh, which, I don't know if I like. You know, they, they, yeah, they do a lot of like Monsters, Inc., Zootopia. Monsters, Inc., they Zootopia. did the Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avengers. Avengers. Um, gosh, I mean, not, not any of the new movies. Um, they've sure. done uh, characters. they got Mickey on there. Yep. I, I believe I've seen some other characters on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, they, they do seem to have a lot of fun with the wraps. Yeah, personally, I kind of like the just the colors on it. Well, that's classic. I do Some like the classic colors. colors. Yeah. yeah, I like the colors. The colors are nice. Yeah, yeah and I, <laughs> I'm going through pictures here here again, and drew some picture of, of a bear in a window. A bear from I'm not Zootopia. sure which movie from Zootopia. In the window, and that got it in the window. And I will say this about the windows: the wraps in the windows, I do not like. No, because you can't. It makes it a lot harder to see out the windows. Like you have the Skyliner wraps on the windows, and especially if you want to take a picture on there, you basically can't. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. really bad. Yeah, so so I'm not not a huge fan of the wraps on the windows. No. Um, outside the windows, a lot of things they've done, I, I think, are really cool though. They're neat. I like, I like the original colors, but they're neat. So. Yeah, well, they don't stay on there forever, and so you can go back to the original colors. That's true. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah, that's very interesting. And we also have to talk about the being able to sit in the front. All right. So I don't I don't remember when this is, but families used to be able to sit in the front cab of the monorail. That's right. It's very interesting. And then they had was it the purple and pink crash? Was it oh a different gosh, crash? You're gonna ask which color is crashed. I don't know which. Color I know. Is. I know. <laughs> I know. Purple and pink crashed. I don't remember if there's any other crashes. Oh gosh, I don't know. There, there may have been a, a couple, um, but but that was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Purple and pink crashed head on. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So now no one's allowed to sit in the front due to safety precautions. Right. Fort. Well, I say fortunately. Um. The, the driver was in there. Um. But there was no family in there at the time. No. Uh, I'm so just very lucky. So um, it could have been much, much worse. All right. Uh. Though it was it was sad at the time. Um. I did get the opportunity to ride in the front once. <gasps> you did? Oh yeah. Lucky. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I and mean, you just have the whole world in front of you. Uh-huh. Because the window goes up, goes up over your head, too. So. Right. Uh-huh. And that was, uh, that was in the Disney World model, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Cool. Yeah. Very lucky. Yeah, I just think that they offered that. That's very neat. Maybe someday they can figure out how to be take the proper precautions and add it again. I know, right? But yeah, that's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like there was another crash, but I don't remember. There may have been another crash. I know there was power went out, so they're they're electrically operated. Um, mm-hmm. Power went out. Uh, I don't know if it was struck by lightning or, or what at some point where they had to be evacuated a couple times. Great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. So it's a pretty cruddy place to get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Um, maybe not quite as bad as the Skyliner, but... <laughs> yeah? I don't know. But not great. No. And the last thing I want to touch on is the... The monorail narration. Oh, good. I'm glad you're going to mention this. I don't okay. So, I really, really like the monorail narration. It's super iconic. <laughs> yeah. At least iconic. for me. Yeah. So iconic, nostalgic. I know, right? <laughs> so, I just had to, I just had to bring that up and say how amazing it is. So it used to tell you the things you were gonna see when you were uh-huh. riding around it. Yep. Does it really anymore? It doesn't really give you kind of the the, the spots that you're gonna see. It may in Disneyland. Well, I think it does. Well, it used to. I, I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know. Yeah. But I think pretty much kind of what you're referring to is please stand clear of the doors. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Por favor, mantengan se al lado de las puertas. Sorry. I kind Something of like that. I butchered that just a little bit. I apologize. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But it's the most I can think. And I like I liked how it, if it doesn't do it anymore, how it used to point out the stuff. Especially in Epcot, where you go around the the future world yeah I, I i don't know if it talks about the uh pavilions anymore when you're going around there uh, and i know it used to i haven't read the the monorail's epcot in many years yeah neither have i um, i'm pretty sure it does at 
around the seven seas lagoon though. Yeah. Cause I feel like I've heard it especially talk about the wedding pavilion. Oh yeah, it does talk about the wedding pavilion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. I think that's the only thing it talks about too. Yeah. I I I've got one other thing. Okay. And and that's gonna be and, and it makes sense and I'm I'm glad they didn't bring this over to Disney World. But in Disneyland Monorail, the window's open. Oh uh, yeah. But the weather is typically much nicer in Southern mm -hmm. California. Uh, that's true. Uh, it rains less. Uh huh. It's less humid. It's true. So it kind of makes sense they didn't make the windows open in before. Yeah. But. So, do you know if you can open the windows yourself in Disneyland? I, no, I don't. I I believe so, but I'm uh, not sure. Okay. Well, that would be nice because then you can close it if it rains or whatever. Right. But yeah, it's it's probably a good thing they didn't bring it over to uh, over to Disney World. Well, it's kind of like uh, I I think I'm right here. Um, the uh, uh, teacups. Yeah. So in Disneyland, they've got the teacups, but it's uncovered. No roof, right? Yeah. Because it didn't rain much there. Mm -hmm. So they tried that. I believe they built it in the Magic Kingdom without a roof. Realized that wasn't gonna work. <laughs> so they put a roof on it. So kind of the same. They had to learn Florida's weather. Also, the, hard way. Um, the people mover. In Disneyland, they had their own covered roofs. Mm -hmm. But in Disney World, it's all continuously covered. Right. And Good. it's a lot wider than what you would get at Disneyland. Yeah. So. Yeah, so they had to learn the weather. Yep. What else? You got anything? Is this, is, I mean, it's been amazing. It has. That's all I have. Um, I On the monorail. Learned a lot. All right. Especially going back to the 1820s and the past. Uh -huh. Yeah. So it's good stuff, man. Uh-huh. Very, very, very cool. good. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. All right. Well, I think so. We got today. All right. We'll close it out. Sure. Don't forget to... What? Don't forget to... Um, Give us a rating. Give us a rating on Spotify and iTunes. Because if you forget, you can do that on Spotify. That's right. Um, and you can look us up at www.anchor.fm. Anchor.fm slash www.refuge. Correct. No podcast. So, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. If you want more info, head on over there. Sure. Thanks for listening. Yep. Bye-bye.